Kiddushin Daf Ayin Dalad Amud Aleph, the power of intuition, Shuddha Dadayne. We're learning about a, a, a new concept for us in the Gemara, which is Shuddha Dadayne. It did come up in Masech the Ksubis, but we didn't do a matmon on that piece. And Shuddha Dadayne, we, we'll see three different ways of, of understanding what it is and how it works, but it's the ability of the Dayonim, of the judges on the Bezdin, to make a decision not based on fact or based on very vague fact. Algamora talks about the Neamonis, the, the belief, the, the reliability of a judge. A judge can say, after the court case, there's an argument about what was actually said. They've lost the records. The judge is believed to say, I paskined in favor of Reuven and against Shimon. That only applies as long as the Bali Dinim are still there. The litigants are still present. But if they've already gone off, explains Rashi, the, the diner really puts the idea away from his mind. He's on to the next case already. But if the Bali Din are still there, the litigants are still there, the next case has not yet come before him, then he's believed to say, the Dain, we rely on the Dain to say, I remember which one. But if they're not there, they can't. Ask the Gemara, let's just see who's got the written document. When the Beis makes a decision, they give the decision to the hands of the one who won the case. It's been lost, it's, it's torn. This is the important question. Ask the Gemara, says, judge again. Start again. If you don't remember whether it was Ruvian or Shimon, says, start, start do, do the case again. Answer the Gemara, this was a case of Shudda Bedaini. Says Rashi, this is a case, The Dayan used his authority of Shudda Dedaina to make a decision that wasn't based on, on absolute logic. But He can use extraneous information that he knows about that didn't even come up in the case. So the question could be, did Reuven give this gift to Shimon or to Levi? Or the, the case in Ksubis we've got, a mother gives a gift to, to one son and later gives the same gift to another son. Now both sons claim the gift is theirs, which one is it? And the Dayan says, I know the family and I know that the mother's closer to this son than that son, so I'm assuming she gave it to the, to the son she's closer with. That isn't a fact that came up in the case, but it's a fact that the Dayan is allowed to use. And now they're worried if they rejudge the case, the, the Dayan might see things differently. It's on such a fragile basis, it's not on hard facts. The, the litigants said, I don't want to, certainly the one who won in, in the court case says, I don't want to go back to court again. Who knows what the Dayan will say? It's not as if this was argued on clear facts and on clear svarah, on clear logic. The other case that we've got, which is important for Agamor, is the case in Ksubis, where the mother of Rami Barchama, Katvinu Lenachsel Rami Barchama Betzafra, she gave property to her son, Rami Barchama, in the morning. Lurta, in the evening, she wrote it, or gave the same property to Ukva Barchama, to Rami Barchama's brother. And Rami Barchama came to Rav Sheshis and he said to you right, the, the property is yours. Atamar Ukva Lekama to Rav Nachman. Rav Ukva went to Rav Nachman, to a different Dayan. And Rav Nachman said, it's yours. Atta Rav Sheshis, come to Rav Nachman. So Rav Sheshis came to Rav Nachman. The two Dayone meet. my time over, How could you have done that? I'd already make it, made a determination, says Rav Sheshis. How could you turn over my decision? my time over, He says, and on what basis did you make your determination? Omale de Kadim, he says, because the gift to Rami Bachama came first. We don't deal with hours of a day here. In Bovel, when we deal with documents, we deal by the date, not the hour, not the time. 
says to you, okay, and Rav Nachman, on what basis did you give it to Rav Ukva Bachama? Amale Shuddha Dedaini. He said, I used my, my authority as Shuddha Dedaini. Amale Ananami Shuddha Dedaini. So I too, Rav Shish says, I also used this right that I have to make a determination even without getting into detailed fact. Amale You can't do Shuddha Dedaini. I'm the Dayan here. You're a big Talmud Chochem, but you're not the Dayan. You can't use Shuddha Dedaini. Now we'll see what that all means. Says the Rach, Rabbeinu Hananel, brought in the Tosfis in Ksubis, we have received the Masorah, we have been taught by our Rabbeim, says Rabbeinu Hananel, and we've talked about how important Rabbeinu Hananel is as the bridge between the Geonim and the Rishonim. The Shuda Dedaini Dafke Bedayan Mumche Kerav Nachman Bedoro. The Shuda Dedaini only works with a Dayan Mumche with the highest level of Dayan like Rav Nachman is in his generation. Rav Sheshis Gavra Rabba Havir Rav Sheshis was also a very great man. And Rav Nachman says, But you're not authorized to do Shuda Dedaini. This subjective judging that a judge is allowed to do in certain circumstances, you can't do. I can do, even though you're a very great man. So it's not just a Dependent on greatness, there's something else going on here. What is that something else? So Altosfus goes into this and brings the Rashi and says that Rashi says, but it's based on the, the judge incorporating information that he personally knows, which isn't re- didn't really come up in the case. It's not relevant to the case. I know the mother likes this son more than that son, and he judges accordingly. Says Rabbeinu Tam, he disagrees with Rashi on certain, on various different levels, and he says, "Lekach pirush Rabbeinu Tam, should the dayne dechol ma sheyirtze hadayan laasot yaaseh." There doesn't have to be a reason at all. The dayne can just say, "I think it belongs to Reuven." Why? Because of should the dayne. That's what I think. I feel, I feel that it belongs to Reuven. Have you got anything to support that? Nothing to support it. But I, but I feel it never the way. It's an amazing concept there. The Torah will sometimes allow a Dayan to make a decision based only on, on his intuition. And then how, how is it enforceable? Explains Rabbi Natam, the Hefke, Bezdin, Ayahefke, because Bezdin has the authority to take money away from one person and give it to another person. That's part of Bezdin's authority. So once this Dayan says, I believe Ruven is right and not Shimon, he's entitled to give a court decree which establishes the money in the hands of Reuven from now on with irrespective of what happened before. That's Hefke based in Hefke. And that's why, says Tosavist, you've got to have the authorized based in of the city. It can't just be a, 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 a no matter how big a Talmud Chochma you are, it has to be based in Tarikh Dayan Kavua Lomad Hefke based in Hefke. It's not that a lesser person doesn't have the same power of intuition. It's how will he execute on it? How will you enforce it? To enforce it, you need to be the authorized based in of the city and that was uh, the case of Rav Nachman where Rav Nachman hayad Dayan Kavua and that's why Rav Sheshis couldn't enforce it. Sestosis, it's not that Rav Sheshis couldn't use his intuitive knowledge. Rav Sheshis was as great as Rav Nachman but Rav Nachman was the Dayan and therefore Rav Nachman could enforce it and Rav Sheshis couldn't enforce it. The Tosfus HaRosh, if one learns the Tosfus HaRosh carefully, you'll see the Tosfus HaRosh sounds very much like Tosfus. He brings Rabbeinu Tam, disagrees with Rashi, all in the same way. But he doesn't mention anything about the reason for the need for a fixed based in being the enforceability. He doesn't bring that in. He doesn't say it's because of Hefke based in Hefke. Elavada Lefishi Talui Bedat Hadayan says the Tosfus Arosh. Since this is dependent on the intuitive decision of the judge, 
אין לו לדון אלא דיין מיוחד כמו רב נחמן. You've got to be a very special judge, an individual judge that's head and shoulders above anybody else, like Rav Nachman. He was the son-in-law of the Reish Gelusa. And he had the responsibility of judging on behalf of the Reish Gelusa. He was the real formal representative of the Reish Gelusa in the court, in the system of courts, and therefore he had a, a higher level of authority. But he doesn't get on to Hefka based in Hefka. So my question in learning this Gemara is according to the Tzitzvah Harosh, why does it matter what level you are? So again, Rashi says, Shudah Dedayna is the judge uses information, objective information, but not information that's relevant to the case, it's extraneous information. Tzitzvah says, it's Lefi Ritzono, the Chol Mashi Yitzeh HaDayan La'asot Yaseh, that's Rabbi Nutan. The Tzitzvah Harosh agrees. It's whatever the judge wants to do, he does. So in that case, why Rav, Rav Nachman yes and Rav Sheshis yes, no? Says Tosfos, because Rav Nachman has the authority to enforce. Tosfos Harosh doesn't say it's about enforcement. He just says, since it's dependent on the subjective intuition of the judge, you need somebody of the stature of Rav Nachman, of the responsibility of, of Rav Nachman. So to understand that, one has to understand the, the power of Ratzon. And I often talk to you about in the, in the mornings how it, it feels to me sometimes, and I think it's, not I think, I know, it's yours, Chus, that, that the, the Malochim who teach me, Malochim who point things out to me, who give me what I need in order to understand the piece of Gemara that, that we're learning. And, and we've had recently several examples of it, and today we have another example of it. When I, I reached out my hand to take a Sefer, and it, as you know, one of the Sforim I, I work on at the moment in the mornings, it's one of several, is the Shemone Kvotzim of, of Rav Kook, his his journal entries, and it just felt like he had something to tell me about the Gemara. So I learned one paragraph, then I put it away, and then I learned the Gemara. Now let me learn with you what Rav Kook said in the morning before we approach this Gemara, and you'll see the siyat the when one's learning, and when one's teaching Torah, the miracles that come, the nisim are unbelievable. Just look at this. How does this start? This is, the, uh, this is just the next paragraph in the Sefer where I'm up to. Haratzon hu mekor hachayim. Don't underestimate Ratzon when, when Rabbeinu Tam says, Dechol ma she yirtzeh hadayan la'asot. You should know that Ratzon is mekor hachayim. It's the source of life. Ratzon, will, intuition, desire is incredibly important. And then he goes on and he says, Omnam Ratzon hazet sarichu pituach v'isui yoter mikol hakochot kulam. Ratzon needs more personal development than any other human characteristic. You've got to work on your ratzon. You've got to work on your desire. You've got to work on your intuition. Because when you start off as a child, then the, the, you've got to discipline your will. You've got, to, you've got to limit it. You've got to turn it upside down. You've got, to, you've got to shut it down. But then you get older and the will becomes a guidance for you. It's motivation. It drives you. The things that you want to do are the things you do well, well it. And there's a point in, your, in the life of a child where you shift from quelling the desire to encouraging the desire. And he says, that's the hardest time of all, that pivot, when you've got to start realizing that desire is something you want to cultivate. It's not something that you want to quell. And this links to, to the idea we have in, in Pirkei Get to the point where as you develop your ratzon, your ratzon, your will and God's will merge. It's not, I want to do X, but God says, I must do B, so I'll do B, I'll do what God tells me to do. Now, I say ratzon that when you say, I want, the I includes the Riboy Neshulayah. 
We've talked about that before in the Hakdom of the, of the Shari Yosha, of Rabbi Shimon Shkop to the Shari Yosha, this idea of expanding the I. If the I is little me, I want, that's the child. I want to play. I don't want to go to sleep. I want to watch TV. That's the little I. But as a person grows and gets better, I want, I is not just me. I is me, my family. I is me, my community. I is me, my nation. I is me, the world. I is me, the universe. I is me, the Rabbeinu Shalom as well. The I gets bigger and bigger as you develop the I. And then the Ratzon becomes not just the Ratzon of I, the little ego, but it becomes the Ratzon of the whole system. When I say I want something, this I that wants is the system of the universe controlled by the Rabbeinu Shalom. That's the I that wants. And that's what a God will be Yisrael is. That's what a great Talmud Chochem is, a great Dayan. You can trust that will. When the Dayan says, I want, I think this is how it should be, it's not the little I talking. It's not I because I'm a buddy of this guy and I want to, make, I want to find in favor of him. I is, I'm part of the system of the Rebbeinu And when I say, I feel this is how it has to be, that intuition is not personal intuition. It's the intuition that comes from kol ha'olam kulot, comes from the whole system of the world that, that I feel the I. That's how one, that's the level to which a human being is capable of developing his I and the extent to which he's capable of developing his ratzon, what, what that ratzon means. There's the, um, the famous phrase that is used sometimes, Sometimes the Talmud Chochem speaks and he gives an opinion and he doesn't have to give reasons because through his throat, through his lips, Hashem is speaking. That it's possible for a human being to get to that level where that is the situation. And what we learn from the Tosfus Harosh is it's not about execution. Part of being able to access accurate intuition and now this becomes the whole thing. How do you know that your intuition is real? How do you know it's Hashem's intuition? How do you know it's the, 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 the big intuition and not the small ego's intuition? One of the things that helps you access the true intuition is not just your greatness as a person, because that's the difficulty of the whole sugi and ksubis. Rav Nachman and Rav Shesha are equally great. Why does Shudda the Dainer work for Rav Nachman and not for Rav Shesha? It says, was because of execution. You can't execute unless you're the big guy. It says, Harosh, no. It's because unless you have the responsibility of the community, you don't have the same siyata dishmaya. You don't have the same intuitive power. That's what responsibility does. When a person has achrayas, when a person has responsibility, the sharpness of his thinking, the depth of his feeling, the siyata dishmaya that comes with it is so enormous that that person has the right to yushuda dadaina. A person who's equally great but doesn't have the responsibility is a completely different, different situation. And that's why it's so important in a, in a kihila, for example, to have a rov. You've got to have somebody whose head is on the block when a decision is made. It's not just a question of should we say avarachamim or shouldn't we say avarachamim. It's a question of what direction does the shul go in? What, what is the right thing to be doing? What type of Torah should the shul be teaching? A rov whose head is on the block is completely different from a person who's sitting around like I sit at KBA, I've given opinion, and it doesn't make it doesn't make a big difference. It's not your head isn't on the block. A person's a rov and he has to make decisions for which he is responsible for the kihila. His level of siyad dishmaya and achrais is completely different. It was interesting. I'm reading the uh, Ricky Newman gave me a wonderful biography of, of Paul Reichman, of Moshe, Moshe Reichman. 
And he gives a lot of money to a particular shul that he wanted to support. In the shul, they build a building, they build a shul, they get the minion going, and, and Moshe Rachman doesn't turn up. There's one week, two weeks, one month, two months, six months. Eventually they go to him and they say, Moshe, this is your shul. You created the shul. Why have you never come to Daven? He said, I will never Daven in a shul that doesn't have a rov. They said, he's got lots of, we've got lots of Tamidei Chachomim here. They're all the Tamidei Chachomim of the city of Daven here. He said, but there's no rov. That's the achrayas. Should the diner, Rav Nachman, yes, Rav Sheshes, no. Not because Rav Sheshes is any smaller than Rav Nachman. Because of the responsibility Rav Nachman has as the representative of the Resh Gelusa in the system of the courts, he has a level of siyata dishmaya and deep intuition where the eye becomes bigger than the individual and incorporates the system to the extent that with that siyata dishmaya, kol whatever he feels is right, is a good thing to be doing, it's based on his ratzon, whatever he wants to do, that's what he does and, that, and the Torah gives that the force of authority. <laughs>